T-Mobile escalates the war on unwanted calls. Welcome back to another Textonation interview. We're happy to have with us Grant Castle, Vice President for Device Engineering and Technology Labs. Thanks for taking the time, Grant. No problem. Well, T-Mobile recently announced what it calls a key milestone in protecting consumers from scammers. You're working with partners on combining authenticated caller ID and what's called rich call data. Tell us what that is and how it's gonna help. Yeah, absolutely. So um, <clears throat> we've been battling the bad guys on scam calls for quite a few years. Um, we've been working with the FCC and industry partners to implement Stir Shaken, which is a technology to validate uh, and authenticate uh, phone no numbers and phone calls. Um, and so as part of that, we, we took the next step and we said, hey, uh, if we know who it is, why not share more information uh, that a consumer could use to help decide if they want to answer the phone? Because our problem right now is people aren't answering their phones anymore. Uh, it's a travesty, right? So we're trying to find ways to, to solve that. So uh, via some technology we're working on and some other industry partners, um, we, have, uh, we have developed a, a capability to essentially allow businesses to share more information, uh, the name of the company, their logo, the reason for call, and present that while the phone's ringing so customers can actually look at this thing and make an informed decision uh, should they answer it. So that's really what we're working on. Now, can they put false information in there? Because, you know, a lot of us get calls and it looks like a local number. Maybe it's a neighbor and then you pick up and it's your auto warranty needs renewal or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those uh, those scammers are tricky. So um, a couple years ago, the scammers uh, caught on to the fact that you can change the phone number um that it looks like you're calling from it's called spoofing um and technologically it's actually not that complicated um so uh we first need to make sure that doesn't happen and so to do that uh, the industry came together and created a standard called stir shaken which is a protocol uh to authenticate and verify that a person making a, or a phone number making a call is indeed that phone number and it hasn't been spoofed, right? It so sounds one, James sounds James Bondian almost. Absolutely. Be the the standards guys figured start, out long think, ago. But... Standards are boring, but cool acronyms are fun. So you know they always take their boring standard stuff, slap a cool acronym on it, and get people excited. So that's that's what we've been working on. What is, it stands for something stir shaken there? Yeah, um, I won't get into the gory details, but it's really <laughs> around uh, uh, some protocols on how to share this information and secure tokens, which is really uh, essentially how you authenticate things. And, and to put it another way, on the internet, you know, whenever you authenticate with your bank or, or anyone else, there are tokens that are exchanged. It's a standard internet protocol for authenticating people that concept sort of never made it to phone calls, right? Phone calls came from the old landline networks of decades ago, and they hadn't quite gotten the same authentication and other technology sort of applied to them. So more or less, this is sort of porting over that idea to phone calls. So as a consumer, what am I going to see and how far off might this be? Yeah, good question. So, so today, um, consumers at T-Mobile are starting to see uh, a little 
check mark on their phone that says verified call on many of the calls that come into them. And those are calls that have been verified via stir shaken. Um, it, it takes two to tango. So uh, we authenticate all the calls we send out and a number of our partners uh, sending calls to us are also doing the same. So we're, we're already starting to benefit from that. And some customers are seeing that and they're realizing, hey, whenever there's an authenticated verified check mark and I answer the phone, it's, it's not a surprise. It's not the, oh my gosh, you know, this is some scammer that spoofed a number. So we're starting to build some um, trust again around, hey, this phone number is who they say they are, right? Um, but the problem is phone numbers are just numbers. And if you have the phone number in your phone, the name pops up, everything makes sense. If you don't, you're guessing, right? You're like, I don't know what this phone number is. Um, so what we're doing with this, this rich call data and this new technology we're working on is to provide a way to essentially add some more information beyond just your phone number, name of the business, your logo, why you're calling, those sorts of things, so that consumers can do that. We, we did a technology demo. Um, we, we, we shared that in a press release, but that's sort of step one. We need to get the industry excited about this. We need to get businesses excited about this. We need to get people kind of asking for this so we can go kind of get more people on board with this idea. So that's kind of where we're at at this point. And what consumers would want to know is that data that appears on my phone screen, has that been verified or is it just the number that's verified? Can companies make something up and put it in there? Yeah, great, great question. That's, uh, it, it, it needs to be verified, right? It needs to be authenticated. So that's the trick here. We're gonna first make sure nobody spoofed the phone number. And then secondly, there is going to be uh, an industry database that's managed. And uh, essentially there's a process that businesses would have to go through to say, this is who we are. These are our phone numbers. These are our logos. And to put that information in there, that will be a trusted source and it needs to be trusted and verified. Um, and once we've done that, then we can complete the circle of trust and you'll know the person that's calling me, that's the phone number. This is the company they're at. I, I really know it. And, and we, we just need to bring trust back into this system because it's been broken by all these scammers, right? And we, we need to get people to answer the phone again. I mean, that's, that's what we need to do. Exactly. How many times have I called people and they, then I find out they didn't pick up because I didn't recognize the number? That kind Absolutely. Of thing. So there Absolutely. will be a verification method there. Absolutely. And will I, as a consumer, be able to tell my phone, my, my, my service provider, that unless it's a verified number, um, don't put it through? Or how, how does this? Yeah, so, so good question. Um, <clears throat> the, the consumer that, preference- That can be tricky help. because there can be people At, calling it, you that you do want to hear from and they may not yeah. be on that list. Yes, it's, it, it is tricky. And I'll, I'll tell you what, what has happened and what we've seen historically over the past couple of years is in the early days of scammers, they would get a couple phone numbers, throw a bunch of people in a room and call, 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 right? And people realized quickly, hey, this phone number, oh, it's, it's some scammers have it, let's block it. So people were blocking these phone numbers and it worked pretty good, right? And then the scammers figured out how to spoof it. And all of a sudden that approach kind of didn't work anymore. And so you actually saw for a while there were apps and, and different things and phones that were letting you block numbers. A lot of that's gone away because 
it's actually sort of a dangerous thing. If they spoof a number that's close to you, it's not a real phone number that they're calling from, and you block it, the next call they make to you, they're going to use a different number, so they won't get blocked by that. But a real business might be trying to call you and you block the number thinking it was bad guys, but you know, there's confusion there, right? So, so we've got to get back to a point where um, consumers have that control. So at T-Mobile, we have a, a free app called Scam Shield, And essentially we've set things up that says, hey, um, <clears throat> if we think something is a scam, we're gonna tell you automatically. It says scam likely. And if you don't want those calls, you can turn on scam block for free and those never ring your phone at all, okay? So scams won't come to you if we know they're a scam. Now the rest of them, you'll get calls that are verified and have lots of information and you'll answer those. There may be a small number that are not verified and we're not, we haven't verified they're a scam. At that point, I would call that sort of the equivalent of you know, the spam folder in your email box, right? You know, in, in email, you get normal emails and then you have like a, a spam folder where a bunch of spam gets in there. Sometimes good call, good emails get in there and sometimes you have to dig out the right ones. But you know, you know, when you go into your spam folder, I need to be careful. These emails are already sketchy. You know, I think we're going to get to that point where a small number of unverified calls come to you and consumers can make a decision if they want to answer it. But, you know, they will know, you know, be warned. It's like looking in your spam folder, you know, that, you know, you need to be on guard. Right. And I think I think that's what we're going to find. So the FCC is going to require providers to implement this or what's what's next? Yeah. So so good question. Um, the FCC did mandates about stir shaking to verify calls. Um, we, we did that quite a while ago. Um, and the other the other carriers have been doing that um, uh, more recently. So so that that's that's pretty much done. This idea of rich call data where we add more information is still sort of a proof of concept stage. So that has not been mandated. It's not required. Um, but we're really just out there kind of pushing the idea and saying, hey, uh, as an industry, let's go do this. And, you know, at T-Mobile, our view is, you know, we're, we're not going to be wait around for the federal government to tell us to do things that help consumers. We're, we're just going to go do it, right? We're going to try and push things forward because this is the sort of stuff that we want. And this isn't just a consumer business problem. We have businesses that call us up and they're saying, hey, you know, I'm a doctor's office and, and I need to talk to our patients to give them information. And a lot of them don't answer their phone because they might not have, you know, the doctor's office in their, in their phone book. That doesn't help the consumer. It doesn't help the business. People get into phone tag, you know, it's, it's kind of a mess, right? So there's, there's a big interest in cleaning up this problem for both businesses and consumers. So we do think there's going to be a lot of support for this idea. It, it really is a mess. So the, the, Various providers and the government are, are involved, and that's how it's being paid for to develop this technology. Yeah, so we we came together as an industry. Um, we we came up with sort of a framework to do this. Um, there there's an industry uh, group that will host the database, and for you know a very small fee, essentially um, uh, businesses can. Uh, interact with them, get authenticated, put in their information, stuff like that. And then it more or less becomes, you know, the equivalent of the yellow pages for, for those of the people that remember phone books from the good old days. You know, this idea of, 
hey, there's a place where a phone number is attached to a name of a business and there's information about that business and it's a trusted source, right? So we're sort of modernizing the yellow pages to some degree, right? And I think I think that's that's sort of where we want to go. And um, you know, we're just trying to build support for that. So whatever happened to the concept of this being illegal and the 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 list that you could opt into, the do not call lists and and all that that we're supposed to put an end to this nonsense. And it, I, for a while, maybe there was a little impact, and then the floodgates well, opened. <laughs> yeah, just to be clear, it's illegal to send spam emails to, um, and uh, you know, it's it's important to have laws and regulations about these things. But the fact of the matter is, scammers have great technology too. They're always looking for a way, and. Uh, you know, the FCC does the best they can to find and and go after uh, people that do these things. There've but been a couple of high-profile prosecutions. Yeah, or yeah. Lines. I mean, they 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 prosecute some of these guys, but there's a lot of them, and they're hard to catch. And they have a lot of technology, and the technology keeps getting better. Spoofing all these things make it difficult. So, you know, to some degree, uh, FCC has been a great partner in helping us get rules and regulations that support what we're doing. But ultimately, we're going to have to have technology to help us solve this, right? It's going to be technology versus technology. And, you know, here at T-Mobile, we think we can win with the right technology, but we're going to have to keep raising our game. Meanwhile, uh, congratulations are in order once again. Umlaut, an independent research firm, has again named T-Mobile as the leader in the U.S. in 5G reliability coverage, speed. So congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. We've been working hard across the board on our network and uh, it's paying off. So, uh, so it's, uh, it's, been, it's been good. So anything else besides fewer spam calls that customers and prospective uh, customers can look forward to in the months to come? You know, uh, we're working hard on 5G. You know, we're, uh, we're really starting to deliver the next generation of speeds and capability and coverage. Um, and we're really excited uh, to get that in front of customers and uh, you know, bringing get, it into homes to too with 5G uh, devices for the home. Absolutely, I mean, pe people, are, people are having a hard time believing this, but we aren't just selling 5G phones to people, we're using the exact same 5G network to run entire home internet for people. And these are people that are doing, you know, everything at home during the pandemic, you know, it's been hard and some of those homes are running on T-Mobile's 5G network. So that's how powerful this technology is. And we're, we're really bullish about it. We're really excited. And of course, the place to go for more info is T-Mobile.com. Grant Castle, thank you so much for taking the time with us. Great. Thank you. Great talking to you. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio. And that's just what the folks at C-Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. 
You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions, too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC SkyWave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.